All right, Tim, as well as Sean, who I will intro in a second. We are about to be covering the Zack Snyder Justice League cut. A cultural revolution and a cultural movement as it was. If you could pick one movie to get the true unfiltered director's cut version of the movie with the exception of suicide squad because that's mm-hmm. actually starting to happen what would that movie be sean since you're the guest you can go first uh it's hard to say um i feel like that might have happened kind of with uh the movie because now basically i don't trust anything that warner brothers done in the last like eight years ten years they're, they're right. just uh it's really bizarre to watch this new one. And I, I mean, my absolute all time would be the Suicide Squad because if that too is as improved as this was, it's, that's, a, that's like actually kind of a big deal. I feel like people don't get that it's that it will actually change a lot of, uh, it'll change a lot of shit in Hollywood. So Sean says release the air cut. I like it. Tim. Yeah. I'm going kind of a different way. There's there's certain movies that I could have stayed in that world forever, and I would just be cool if they were longer. And for me, that's got to be Goodfellas. Because I could have done, oh. like, two more hours just, like, dealing with, like, Robert De Niro shit, cutting cocaine, uh, so, so you got- so you want so you want like forty five minutes of him driving around with the helicopter above him, I, I just would like do it. manically driving around. I would do it. Like I would do the Irishman version of that movie, where it's like clearly an hour too long, but I'm just kind of okay with it. I was gonna say we got we got the <laughs> we got the extended version of Goodfellas it's called the Irishman. <laughs> I have not seen that. I heard it was just. I heard it's not Goodfellas. No, no, oh, no. God, no. I, I, it, it, it's not good, fellas. It was it was a fun viewing experience for, as Tim knows, multiple reasons. It was uh, it, it was different, shall we say. But uh, that's, you know, what was not happening on the screen. But on the screen, uh, it was it was cool to see. It was a cool experience and it was really interesting. It was interesting to see how they use the de-aging technology and how yeah. good, not great, it was. Uh, you know, you got to see the 92-year-old uh, Robert De Niro attempt to curb stomp someone, and they didn't really work all that well. So, yeah. Yeah, so here's the thing. This is the first one that, that we're posting to YouTube, and I already don't like this format because I feel weird making faces at Tony when he's saying stupid shit, like <laughs> referencing things that were going on in the movie theater. Uh, we might have to reconsider this, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or I'm constricting your uh, facial and physical uh expression during this during this podcast because that's usually a pretty good outlet for you yeah yeah i don't like it i I don't like it so far (laughs) well thanks for coming in everybody this is the tim and tony pod reviewing Zack snyder's justice league jdef please play us in we can make it go right away Baby, need me outside. You ain't tripping no time, no place.
And if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to stay with us. All right. So, Tim, how did we get to where we are currently? Yeah. So we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate the four hour movie by doing a four hour podcast. (laughs) We're just going to go on and on. We're going to do a lot of slow motion like they did in this movie. We're going to have a lot of music. A lot of soundscapes. Yes. A lot lot of soundscapes. A lot of camera blurs in and out. A lot of camera flare. A lot of good stuff. A lot of actual character development. Yeah. Okay. So I do do (laughs) want to get serious on this. This movie is going, people are going to really remember this movie for being the moment where I think everybody realized the influence that social media has on some of these powerful entities. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And this year in reality has kind of been defined by that with the Wall Street bets guys and now with the Zack Snyder cut. Dude, this is the equivalent. I literally just described as what you're saying. It is the Reddit thing equivalent. Yeah. Like, did you see that they're now review bombing the rest of the Warner Brothers slate? Yes. <laughs> it's great. Kong it's and, fantastic. Yeah, Godzilla, so, like... so my next question was going to be to Sean, because you're more, you, you, you're who we bring in when we want to have someone that actually knows what's going on into these conversations. So how, I asked him kind of how we got to this literal podcast. How did the world get from seeing the Justice League that was originally released to now what it is what it is now you know unapologetically Zack snyder's justice league but before i answer did tim watch it yet yeah of course i, I did I, that's that's the rule it? that's the rule that's the thing that's the thing is I that thought like, he vehemently I, said he wasn't gonna do it <laughs> no 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 he no, did no if, no, if, no if see, here's I, the thing no 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 tim shut up the thing is <laughs> The thing is, is that was before we had made the made up these rules and made up the whole process by which we pick the movies. We switch off picking movies. This one was my pick, and I knew that he would never watch the movie if it weren't for me picking this movie. So mm. I abused my power. But so I do want to like, state that I have riffed on things on this podcast that I have neither seen nor read. <laughs> yeah, like the hours like, about that. Like like the second episode of Star Wars. You dumb. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, that you, is true. You, how how the Attack Star the Wars? <laughs> no, I've that, seen. That he so just... eloquently called Clone Wars. Uh, yeah that see i don't like that one because that was an episode that we like shared a lot and got picked up by a lot of people and so there's been a lot of fuck you how did you yeah, say this wrong you, how did you, you not know this so i'm like okay <laughs> like you got before you got that, camp- before that our podcast had like 10 listeners and all of a sudden <laughs> it blows up on this episode where i sound like a complete jackass like it really hurt which my is face. which is very appropriate i mean you yeah. got you you were the first person or you got canceled before that was like a thing in the political lexicon. You got canceled by the Star Wars mob and it made me very happy. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> well, you can You're a Last Jedi supporter, right? Yeah, see, that's the other yeah, thing. See, I, that's that's I the other a, thing. I'm gonna give him your address. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not want these people anywhere near me. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's the other tough thing for these people is they're like, Oh God, I bet you like episode eight. And I'm like, fuck. Yes, I like episode yeah, eight. I don't like nine. Yep. There it comes. <laughs>
I know. So, I mean, to answer the question, though, I don't even know how we got here because it was like, I remember when the movie came out, I could tell that there was same, I had actually never seen something like Suicide Squad, right? Suicide Squad was not even like the same movie as the trailer. And it was very obvious from the standpoint of someone that just has a basic understanding of how these movies are made, right? That it was the scrap pile put together from what was a different movie. Uh, Batman versus Superman, I saw it, didn't think for sure that was the case, then saw the extended cut and was like, <laughs> what are they doing at Warner Brothers? It makes no sense. Justice League, it seemed like they were going to you know, fix that. And really, it was the biggest ask, I think, ever, right? Hey, take these absolutely mega-sized characters, introduce them in, and get them into action and through something big in two hours. What? They tried don't to know Cyborg, them. don't know Aquaman, don't know fucking Flash. I mean, beyond the, the context of the basic, we, right. I know those characters exist. Um, versus where Marvel had a solo full two-hour exactly. movie for every single one of them. They tried to micro... But seeing this, I would say he did exactly what they asked. This right. four-hour version, it completely covered all those bases, I felt like. And it was, it was super, super good, but... Yeah, I mean, it was obviously shit. It wasn't very good. Uh, I was very happy to find that, like, my favorite scene in the movie was from Zack Snyder and not Joss Whedon. Right. Uh, Flash with Superman. That's the uh, with the, his eye turning and seeing Flash. Incredible. Love that. Um, but yeah, everyone starts crying on the internet. Snyder, uh, Snyder cut, Snyder cut. And I thought, no chance. Forever, I thought, no chance. And um, then he released, like, pictures of the actual like film crate uh, or like the the metal film containers to show that it had been shot and i was like well so it exists in some form despite them saying it doesn't um and the next thing you know yeah they're dumping i think it ended up being like 70 million dollars into doing this totally which honestly have you guys seen the new suicide squad trailer yes okay so was it not told four years ago that they changed this because they were like, ah, Steppenwolf was too scary, Parademons were too scary, it was too violent, and now King Shark is ripping a human in half <laughs> to some I'm... super light melody, and they're like, well, that's different. I'm like, dude, I mean, you guys Sean, look we, like tone deaf. Like, we we now live in a world where Disney's going to be releasing a third Deadpool. So yeah, who, who and knows? Our one, right? Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. And they're allowing Ryan Reynolds to have ish the same amount of creative control that he had. So like we're, we're, we're living in uncharted waters. We, we live in a world where the Twitter mob bullied one of the premier and most, you know, historically bankable movie studios into releasing an extra I could be wrong, but I believe hour that plus cut. Restore the Snyderverse is now the yes. highest trending hashtag in the history of Twitter. Yes. That's hard to ignore, dude. I mean... It's amazing. It makes me so happy. Because <laughs> you weren't really, like, fully into this stuff, right? You didn't see Man of Steel until not even that long ago. Right. So, yeah, thanks to some password sharing from you, Sean, that I was yeah. able to... I... <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop talking about this shit on the podcast. We're going to get caught. They're cracking down on this. No, that's just Netflix. I now officially, I would like to announce something for everybody. I officially have my own Netflix account, which I Bullshit. will say 
that's I don't care. <laughs> the one unfortunate thing, and here's how I know it's true. It doesn't, the algorithm knows nothing. It sucks. I just threw like five years just completely out the window. Now it's suggesting I watch like teen rom-coms and I don't appreciate it. Yep. Sounds about right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, serious question to you guys. Do you see a world where an A or cut doesn't come? I, I actually, I am mildly skeptical for this reason. I think that one of the things that led to this movie ultimately being made is the pandemic and yeah. a lack of content coming out in general. I mean, this movie, for so many reasons, is the perfect pandemic movie. It's, yeah. it's based... It's, even, it's even way too long. Hadn't... Yeah, <laughs> no, it takes, it takes up a lot of time. Um, but even if you hadn't seen the first one, even if you've never seen any of the new DC movies, you can watch this movie and understand what's I going felt on. that way, too, yeah. And I feel like that is a huge accomplishment. Yeah. No. For what uh, they, what they ba- almost it seems like now fully purposely sabotaged. They wanted to end whatever road that they were about to take, and because even like Henry Cavill, I mean, Jared Leto's Joker, so many things. I want so much more. I want to see Ben Affleck Batman so They're much out. more. They pissed. They pissed him off. Yeah. Way too much. See, to, to answer your question, though, Sean, I think it depends on how well this rebooted The Suicide Squad does. If it does okay, I think then they go back to the well. If it does really well, I think they run with it. I think if it does really bad, then it's a complete toss-up. It's if they did, it, you know, like it's, it's Guardians of yeah. the Galaxy guy. Like if I actually have a fair amount of faith and confidence that he's going to do a good job. My thing is, is I don't think, Oh, I'm sure it'll be great. I just don't think they give a shit. I mean, they they've now accepted like hearing them talk about their universe now and where, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker takes place in versus where Jared Leto's Joker is versus where Robert Pattinson's Batman is. It's like, they don't even give a shit. They're just like, no, we're going to throw out content in this universe at will and you guys are going to watch it anyways. We don't give a shit. It's like the anti- That was like something that Kevin Smith said, though. He was like, you know, you guys have, like, all the money on the fucking planet. Let Zack Snyder make a movie every two years for HBO Max. You're, and, you're fucking and Warner Brothers. two million people will watch it. I don't get yeah. it. Like... And they'll go to your service and then hell, you can even make, you can even do the premium release where it's releasing on your service for $40. Yeah. Whereas, you know, people that live in California or whatnot... Okay, let's say you get a group of five of you to come and watch it. That's exponentially cheaper than what it would be to oh, go to God, the theater. So much. So yeah. like, it, less less so in places like Arizona and whatnot. But like, in a lot of you know film heavy areas, you could charge fifty bucks for it as long as you get the right number of people. Hell, if you get a ticket, popcorn, and a beer, that's forty something bucks anyways just for one person. So like, you know, yeah, it's the economics just makes so much sense given and it's so funny tim because we had this conversation i mean probably 30 ep, uh, pod episodes ago about how you know the movie industry is going to change and how we you know we talked about how because tvs and audio systems are getting so much better that it's just it, it's going to become it's going to become where we see Avengers in the theater, where we see, you know, those types of movies in the theater. But other than that, 
Like if we're seeing some Zack Snyder offshoot of whatever, you know, series of Batman movies he wants to make, he wants to make or whatever. Like, yeah, we'll just watch it at our house. And I think that with what Warner Brothers is doing with just saying, hey, okay, so we tried to microwave the Avengers. It didn't work. It exploded all in the microwave and the microwave actually melted. So that was cool to watch. But now we're just going to make a bunch of, we're just going to throw literally everything at you. It's just going to be a buffet. Like you get whatever, you you can take whatever you want. If you want to watch, you know, if you want to watch a three and a half hour Jared Leto remake of, uh, of Taxi Driver, great. We're going to do it. If, if you want to watch, you know, the Suicide Squad that's like fucking rated X, go ahead. Like if you just, we're just going to start making a bunch of different stuff. What works is what works. What doesn't is what doesn't. We're ultimately just building content because we have that kind of money. Yeah. It clearly, and I agree. We're so polite. I was going to say, they could pick pick a number between one and 10. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) They had absolutely no idea. You can tell from the beginning what they wanted to do with this. Like hundred percent. At one point, they were all in a room together and they decided to put out the movie that we ultimately saw. And they made all these horrible movies beforehand. I actually like Aquaman and Wonder Woman and the first Superman, but the other ones were really bad. And now they've they've kind of finally belatedly realized that they should stop trying to copy Marvel's secret sauce and instead create their own niche market of... You really can't even do that, though, with that, like... Justice their characters are so different they're so different they're so much more epic and dramatic and in, in the dc world that it's i mean like dude the flash in this movie was so dope and i mean he goes from saving what four people in the last in the theatrical one to all of existence in this one <laughs> it's, a pre- like, it's a pretty big difference pretty, pretty big, big difference jump, dude um <laughs> I mean, that, that, and beyond stuff like that, what I kept saying when I was watching it was there was just small things that made no sense. Batman having the energy-absorbing gauntlets, why cut that? That, the, uh, of okay, that? that and all of... Small uh, interactions with, like, Flash and his dad, why change those and cut that? Why uh, add so many weird, stupid jokes and minimize such great action? Like, so much... So many small, small things when Bruce and uh, Alfred would talk several times. Yeah. Like, oh, none he, of the like he, Batman being like, oh, I'm a beat up loser and I'm ready to quit and all that bullshit. Um, it was just, yeah, dude. I felt it was so, why add that whole like, in a theatrical version, he was developing the, the gauntlets to play the sound that Parademons didn't like or something. Um, all the motivation of Steppenwolf, like I know it's already moving oh my God. Stuff, right? But when he's like, "You'll come here," and it's he's so like you feel for the character actually, and he makes sense. And he was way more threatening. He was way cooler to watch them fight. That final fight makes. Oh. Gonna... I understand that we can't be yeah. releasing four-hour movies, but there's no Helen Keller could have found a better way to piece together a two-hour <laughs> movie than what they did in 2017. Oh. It makes oh. no sense. I'll, con- I'll consent to that. It's I mean, so weird. The, one of the, the only thing with the Flash that I have to point out, someone has to teach Ezra Miller how to fucking run. 
because like the whole time he it had, wasn't as bad i feel like in this one but like, it's not house. good his Wait, oh, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. The dude literally runs at the speed of sound and light, and you're going to tell me he's going to run like a normal human being? No, he's going to well, run different. I was trying to say to someone, but he's not just that. It's so much more cosmic, right? He's running in the speed force. Right. It's going to so look it's different. It's a little bit different, but my guy's it, arms honestly, is like, they made it look here. worse than the other one. Dude, that, oh, that was something that I was well, like one that makes no sense. When they uh when they rescue all the people from the tunnels and they get outside for the first time, and like part of the building crumbles, and Flash is like, oh no, and you see just the blue lightning and him like leaping super fast all over the people, and then another piece falls and cyborg blasts it. And I'm like, I fundamentally do not understand who saw that and went, ugh, out of here. Like, what are you cutting? The Flash did nothing in the theatrical version, yeah. except sort of comic relief. Um, the worst but, version know, of Tom Holland Spider-Man, basically. 100%. And, but at did. the same time, this is an absolute lesson in not being able to please everybody. Um, the movie is a thousand times better than the theatrical release. It's just a fact. Uh, but I watched, I read an article about some guy that was saying that the worst part of the movie was flash and the worst scene in the movie was his ultra creepy stalker uh interaction with iris west where he what? just gawks at her and puts a hot dog in his pocket all creepily and i'm like bruh <laughs> do you understand physics if he just runs up and grabs her she just explodes like she's just a dead lady now if yeah. she's moving forward at this speed and the flash runs up and slaps her in the face uh he just he gracefully lays the woman down and then takes off, and it's very, I thought, sweet and uh, comic. Like, it was so comical, and he was so good in the whole movie. It makes no sense. All the stuff with uh, Ray Fisher's cyborg and his other was so much better. It, it makes, uh, it was just a very bizarre movie, man. Like, so, Sean, I really don't get it. So, Sean, this is a, this is a question for you because neither Tim or I would be able to answer this. I recently watched X-Men Days of Futures Past. Is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, who would win in a fight, Quicksilver or The Flash? Flash. Really? Quicksilver is just fast. Uh, the Flash is manipulating the speed force. Oh, okay. Yeah, he can so, do way more stuff. Okay, thank you. I, I I needed to know the answer to that because I love I I love both of the like main slowdown scenes. So thank yeah, you. that was just for me, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> I think the other thing that comes out of this is something that I've been saying for a while is that people who actually love your stuff will watch an unlimited amount of it, an unlimited amount. Oh, yeah. of yeah, like right. when 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 Disney was doing. The announcement where they were like we're gonna do 12 marvel shows we're gonna do eight star wars shows we're gonna do all these movies and people were like this might be too much i was like no it's not it's not no. because people who want it will watch your tv show about star wars every single fucking week for an hour they just will and um, and if you do it at a week by week release it's way easier to take one bite of the apple every week it's so much easier as opposed to hey the entire season's out so, like, I need you to mentally wrap your head around being able to watch eight hours of content really fast because you want to be part of the conversation. And then you end up just not seeing it and you en it end up it ends up just going by the wayside. Yeah, totally. I mean, not even that. It's like the 
they're doing such a good job on Disney Plus specifically. Yeah. Uh, WandaVision and Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier is getting a little bit better. But I also, people weren't in love with WandaVision at the start. Um, oh, Wanda, oh, people hated the, yeah, uh, so exactly. it, it did really well critically for the people that grew up watching the Dick Van Dyke show, but for the actual audience, they hated the first two episodes. And quite so frankly, what are we learning, right? I mean, this goes to what you were saying. I think what it is is we're entering a point in time where, yeah, uh, Transformers, uh, Mission Impossible, you know, spectacle movies. I'll go to like IMAX or something. Right. I don't think I need to go to the movie theater to watch Mulholland Drive anymore. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't need to go see The Irishman. I don't need to spend forty dollars to watch that. I need a popcorn for three hours or whatever, three and a half hours. Um, I can watch that at home, hundred percent. And those movies also don't require, I feel like, the the net income of the theaters. There's not a ton of special effects going into Goodfellas, you know. Right. Regular Goodfellas. Um, there's a lot of money that goes into fucking. I mean. I don't know. I don't think anybody got paid for Zack Snyder's Justice League. I, I honestly, did, but I, I don't think. Yeah, I, on, did. I honestly don't know the economics behind that. Um, yeah. But I mean, well, the guy, it's all time streaming records and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, the guy stupid. who played Cyborg is is suing them previously Good. for cutting Good. out um, his stuff. Um, so I'll be curious to watch that. That's uh, a should. real big lawsuit, kind of. Uh, he's he's accusing them of real rough uh, work environment shit. That's yeah. different. Yeah. So I mean, that'll be that'll be interesting to see what happens. Going to the movie though, I'm so glad I have Sean here because I have so many questions that like made no sense to me in this movie. At the very beginning, <laughs> here we go. at the very beginning, when Batman is like riding a fucking horse to go pick up Aquaman, here's my uh-huh. thing. Like, I know that at a certain point, gas freezes. And so you can't, like, fly <laughs> to wherever they were, probably. It's so also, funny. That, that just, so many people have this. Dude, literally watching it, I turned to the girl that I was with. And I said, and because she, she was visibly like, isn't this Batman? Doesn't he have fucking <laughs> unlimited tech? And I was like, I bet you a million bucks. He, it's a, he's making a point. Uh, he's, yes. I bet you they mentioned at some point that what he just did was impossible, and that and then as soon as he gets in there, they're like, he says he came over the past. No one could survive that. And I was he's, like, there it is. Like he's, he's trying, he's trying to make that, a point, yeah. and he's trying to. He, was, he wanted not, to be taken seriously, and he's not trying to freak them out. Like they're right. a village town in the middle of some Arctic mountain, and if he just pulls up with the freaking Batmobile or the what's the winger yeah that's with the bat wing. like if yeah. he pulls up with that it's like oh there's satan he's here yeah. okay we're dead so let's let's start fighting like that that's that's not are, are you one of the people that uh was making the that was talking shit about oh the i think it was star wars episode eight talking shit about all the bombs in space well that that wouldn't work like it's a fucking movie no. like yeah no, that's no, no, no. yeah you're no, right i hate Didn't that it? actually that's yeah too far. <laughs> hold, hold, on, hold on hold on sean are all you, you have to people? do is say the, the magnetic bombs and i go now oh, they got me 
But they couldn't even do that. They're like, bombs fall. And I'm like, they certainly do maneuver. Daenerys forgot about the Iron Fleet. Like, you're one of those people. Like, just, oh, yeah, just garbage. Pick, picking at the logistics of stuff. There is somebody making a million dollars a year whose whole job is to watch it and go, oh, we can't do that because we did this earlier. Continuity expert. And they're just like, hmm. Whatever's fine. Like, and they're just shit in the bed. Come on, dude. My stoned ass shouldn't be watching the movie. <laughs> That's wrong. How'd they miss that? How'd they get that wrong? It's so stupid. No, I, uh, well, hold on. Hit me more, Tim. I want to hear more of these. Uh, what else you got? So I'm going to give, I'm going to give my overall thoughts on the movie at the end because I don't want it to like overshadow what I'm going to say about it. I'm over, like, I'm overall glad that this movie exists. Oh, that's, thing, that's way more positive than, uh, you know what? No, it's it's not, that because makes me it's happy. not for me. It's not for me was what I realized is was watching it is, is it was like, look, like people really care about this shit. And me sitting here being like, this movie shouldn't exist in the first place because they should have done solo movies for all these people. So I could understand what the fuck, who everybody is. It's like, well, okay. But there are people who love this stuff so much that they need 30 minutes of intro to the flash and they're in, and they're just like ready. Closure. Yeah, like, but for me, it's like, okay, I, I need a little bit more <laughs> still. Like, and you're never going to be able to do that unless you do like a 12 hour movie with solo movies for every single one of the people. Yeah. Um, the thing that I, I did think was really smart, they did some smart stuff with Cyborg um, because the movie, I like audibly said out loud in the theater uh, when they first introduced it, like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> like what's going on here? <laughs> Like, I, I just didn't get yeah. it. Like, I didn't know who the character was at all. I had no background with him like I did with the other ones. Uh, and I was just, like, confused that they just brought this guy into my life and barely explained it. And, and I'm going to get to a question on him in a second. But the other thing with the choosing to go with a Wait, Batman that's tip. like... Hold, 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 hold on. They brought this guy in your life. Did, like, your daughter bring her boyfriend home or something? No, it's in my are, life are, are for the okay? next two like... hours. It's like in my life for the next two hours. That's all I'm saying. The choice to make Batman... The like... same guy that was able to go, oh, this girl Rose is just a part of Star Wars now. Right. <laughs> Can't be like, it's like Cyborg. So I yeah, no, like I, I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it at the time, but I get it more now, if that makes sense. Like, I, yeah, get, I totally. kind of get it. Although Absolutely. the slow motion scenes, the slow motion football scenes, I wanted to throw my shoe through the TV repeatedly. What? It's like it was too much by like twenty minutes. <laughs> but it, it, it looked, it looked like an uh, like an Amazon Web Services commercial. It was great. I loved it. Can I? Okay, I you two. It. I mean, you yeah, two are bigger no, fans it was great. Of you two are bigger fans of this stuff than I am, and I understand that. My question is, what do you guys think of the choice to make Batman old in this version? Just go straight to old Bruce Wayne? Because my problem with it is this. Every single character that he interacts with in this movie, especially uh, Commissioner Gordon, have this history with this version of Batman that I don't have as a viewer, that I haven't experienced with them. And so they're like talking about all this shit he's been through and seen. It's like, well, okay, great. Like, I don't. I haven't seen any of that, but I, I also don't like religiously watch and read this stuff. Yeah, Sean, yeah. go ahead and take that one. Yeah, I'm uh, 100% into it because also, I mean, for years I've been saying, 
There is no reason that there's not multiple Batmans at a time. Why HBO Max cannot have a Batman show uh, at the same time that Robert Pattinson is Batman, at the same time that there is, uh, you know, something else going on, doesn't make any sense to me, especially because what Tim said is pretty much right. They, they have no fucking idea what they're doing. They're just grasping at straws at this point. Like, dude, three minutes of talking with Bulko in this movie and you fully understand Aquaman going into Aquaman and stuff, right? Like, it, it, it was so stupid to cut that. It made no sense to me. Um, they did a pretty good job for the short period of time that they had to introduce these characters, abilities, uh, attitudes, um, things like uh, at some point Flash is like, oh, I thought you didn't care. And Aquaman's like, I never said that. And it's like, oh, well, what do you know? Character development. Um, <laughs> or, or just not even character development, character like us being revealed to seeing more of the character. And this Batman is a dope-ass Batman. I mean, the warehouse fight scene from Batman versus Superman is the best Batman fight scene uh, ever. I really, really liked... I understand that it technically it could have been done without it, but uh, the Joker Batman scene in the nightmare scene in the end of this Justice League, I was like, damn, dude. I don't see how you don't want to see more of those two. Oh, we're going to kill to see a movie. I mean, what the, the, what the movie was really supposed to be apparently was like, uh, have any of you guys seen the, the game with uh, Michael Douglas way back and Sean Penn? Uh, you're you're like talking about the movie. Psychological thriller. Yeah, you're uh, talking he, about the, God. No, he like keeps putting his brother through all these like intense mind games where he thinks his fucking life is being destroyed and stuff um, as just like a weird game, like Illuminati level game. And apparently that's what, at the end of the Justice League, uh, Lex Luthor tells Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke, Bruce Wayne is Batman. And apparently that was what the solo Batman movie was going to be was Deathstroke like killing people that he loves, destroying his finances, bankrupting Wayne Corp, like destroying Batman's life as Bruce Wayne and then coming to, to destroy him, uh, you know, his life as Batman. And it was supposed to be this just like crazy psychological game. And I was like, on what planet are we not doing that? It doesn't make any sense. Well, because they pissed off Ben Affleck because they uh, were going to have Ben Affleck write, direct and star in it. And then they pissed yeah. him off. And now... I hope he changes his mind. Doesn't seem like he's going to change his mind, <laughs> but ma Snyder's maybe he has, he, he has a change. Snyder's but out too. Just if they the throw enough money and if they throw enough creative control at them, I'm sure. I'm sure there's everyone has a price, and I'm just I'm I'm hoping. Yeah. Again, we're living in a world where mm -hmm. Disney is making a rated R Deadpool three. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Allegedly, who knows? It's true, um, but. I mean, we're so far past who knows. This movie's here. Yeah. They spent money on it. Yeah, this and, is and, the and, ultimate. This is the ultimate who knows. And it yeah, happens. And I asked a million times. I, asked, I mean, anyone that would listen and, and that even no one cares as much as I do. But, you know, <laughs> uh, if I could find someone that cared a little bit, I would just be like, you know, what happens if it's way better? I know what happens if it's way worse. I know what happens if it's only a little bit better. What happens if it's way, way better? And, and it, it is so way, is. way better. 
Um, and so that's why I asked, like, do you see a world where we don't get the air cut where this mob is just stronger now? They've just been proven right by a mile. Well, I don't and, know how you slow it down. And quite frankly, just given this conversation, I now, and I'm kind of playing off of Vision at the end of uh, WandaVision with more, uh, once you get learn new information, you can change your mind, all that stuff, and we'll yeah. talk about at the end. But like, given what we just talked about, I don't even think it actually matters how well the the Suicide Squad does. They'll make it if they're going to make it. And if uh, Restore the Snyderverse keeps just as a monolith on Twitter, if it just stays, if it has staying power, which... Uh, the release of Snyderica did so you know that's because the also history. what is the what is the risk the, there isn't it, one. it's the same scenario where it's already been filmed it's already been I mean, filmed, you're looking yeah. at 50 to 60 million dollars of finishing it and then you've got a whole movie you know what i mean a whole different movie that you can release that will bring in all the people that wanted it and all the people that just got aware of this whole thing going on with warner brothers and yeah. saw the justice league they'll watch that too anyone that just watched the new suicide squad because it's like august you know what I mean? We'll watch the air cut of that as well. And it's it, to me, it seems like an absolute win, unless they're nervous that they can't do this two times. They cannot show that they actively sabotage but, two good movies and expect to retain uh, any fucking. But who's who who's, respect them? I, who cares? You're, 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 cares. You're, you really think they care if they're respected? They released I mean, the original Justice League. They don't care if they're respected. That's true. Like that, they, they already—they so already cowtoed or yeah, cowtowed. There we go. To cowtoed. Wow. Uh, they already enabled the Twitter mob to bully them into releasing this one movie. Why not another one? Because it's—it's yeah. it's already becoming a movement. It's already becoming a moment, and I hope it becomes something because they've released what was it or they filmed what two and a half hours of joker scenes for that movie yeah and then we got six minutes, minutes or something yeah and and half of that was jared leto as a normal human being in harley quinn's brain like yeah so it was I not good i think it's more likely that an air cut gets out as long as it actually has been filmed because there are moments in this movie where you can tell that the special effects are lacking like they're not all the way done, especially that end scene uh, with Steppenwolf getting thrown through the portal. Uh, the thing with doing the Snyderverse that it's a little bit different than just throwing money at the wall because this isn't just one rich guy you got to convince. Because you've got Leto who wants nothing to do with you anymore, Ben Affleck who wants nothing to do with you anymore, Cavill who's kind of out in the middle of who knows where, Cyborg who is suing you, uh, Ezra Miller who has said he doesn't really want to come back and do it. So you're not just trying to get Snyder back. Like you're trying to get all these very rich, busy I, at least half of them have already said they would come back if he did. Though. Right. Um, that, that, that's and the two thing. of them, three of them did. I mean, I'm pretty well, sure Ezra, Jet Leto, and Ben Affleck were the ones that were involved in the reshoots at his house in his backyard. Is where he shot the nightmare scene. That's crazy. Yeah. And ultimately, they all want to make good shit and they want to make a lot of money doing it. If they're enabled to do both of those things, there's not another studio that's making any DC movies. 
And I don't know if you know this, but the MCU is pretty filled up at the moment. So, like, if you want to do these types of movies, there's really only one place to go. And you already have some relationship with the creators of it. Obviously, the execs, that's a whole other thing. But, like, if they just throw money at it and they say, like, hey, Ben Affleck, like, we wanted you to write, direct, and star in this solo movie. Why don't you do it? Like we'll get out of your way this time. I don't think he'd whatever. ever do it because he's way too much of a he's too big of an actor and he has too much opportunity. But I mean, I would punch a baby to see a Ben Affleck series on HBO Max. You know, like a oh eight, to see a series that episode amazing. series once a year or something. Holy shit! Where he could do different villains and stuff. Oh my, that would be phenomenal. The, so the we'll say, so rewarding for that so this is th- this is one of the questions i wanted to ask you sean and then tim i'll let you go what is the one batman villain that has yet to be on screen that you'd like to see on screen that hasn't been on screen correct um that's tough uh, it's no, it's not tough. Um, the Court of Owls is like this Illuminati thing in Gotham, and they have uh, like that sounds super fucking soldiers. awesome. <laughs> yeah, they have like super soldiers that they and like they have like Bruce Wayne clones and stuff, and they controlled his family his whole life, and it's like super dark and wild. And he, they, dude, there's one comic where they capture him and they put him in like a labyrinth for like a month, and he's like famished and has a beard and he's like dying and still escapes and beats a guy because he's fucking batman it's sean start writing right yeah, now I know. I start know, right? fucking writing well, that sounds amazing that that's gonna be like hinted at in the um the new batman movie that that's the direction he's gonna go that's so what see. i mean i mean that looks good that's what I mean, is that people who have a lot of history with this stuff, this movie hit a different audience than 100%. Marvel movies. I just talk, I watched this movie with five other people, none of whom give really a shit about superhero movies, but they've seen every single Marvel movie. Not one of them liked it. They all, <laughs> they all in unison were like, what the fuck did we just spend four hours doing? And like, that was my initial reaction too, until I thought about it and listening to you guys. Like, no, I get it. Like, it hits a different audience. They're not going after the people who just watched the Disney Marvel movie. No, hundred uh, percent. Do you know who Jay Baruchel is? Not at all. No. Nope. Um, have you seen uh, "She's Out of My League"? Oh or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah, yeah. you do it? Yeah, that's him. He said when Batman vs Superman came out, he's like, "This will end up being known as the most expensive cult film ever made." Uh, I mean, Zack Snyder really made a $300 million superhero movie that appealed to people like me. That's it. Yeah. Like my father, right, got me into superheroes and stuff. And in Batman versus Superman, he was like, who is this? When the Flash is ripping through time to talk to Bruce Wayne. My dad was like, I have no fucking idea what's going on. And I was like, how how dumb are you? That was clearly (laughs) the Flash, dude. Like, uh, and, but then it's like Tim said, I realized, oh man. I am such a nerd. I'm the only one that knows this shit. Like, I'm like getting half chubbed to see a pear demon for the first time. And most people are like, what the fuck is happening? They have no but idea. That makes, but like, to me, 
because I can see that that prevents me from being like, fuck this movie. Like, even if it wasn't for me, I'm like, look, like people who like this, who like this stuff, enjoyed this movie. That matters to me. But one, one nitpick that I cannot get over. Oh. Alfred is drinking out of a $40 bottle of scotch in this movie. I looked it up. That seems wholly unrealistic to me, unless there's something about Alfred that I don't understand. Yeah, I think this Alfred's like more of a like a like he served in the military and stuff. He's he's a more relaxed version, but he's still uptight. And like the tea scene with him and Wonder Woman, I was like, oh, that's so that's so good to see. Um, I love that scene. Yeah, you know, Tony, do you have any real like things you didn't like? No. I, I, I have like I, one thing that didn't fun, doesn't fundamentally make sense to me, but so here, I did. I, I really wish they would have had more Lex Luthor in the movie because I really wish they would have tied in his whole speech of you know we know that the that uh, demons aren't going to come from beneath; they're going to come from the sky. I really yeah. wish they would have because he's only in one scene in the whole movie right mm-hmm. like I, I i would have loved to see more jesse not even really it's the epilogue so yeah. technically not even I, I would have loved to see him more in the movie so i i guess my one dislike is an om- is an omission that he wasn't in more of it i i would have liked to see more of him and joker but you know obviously joker wasn't even supposed to be in the movie in the first place so yeah um i the only thing that i was like mm, um was superman got blown up by the explosion not a fan i don't know if that's possible from the little i know it didn't make sense to me (laughs) i i genuinely don't know if it's possible i mean on earth i guess because it's alien tech or something but I don't know. I I was like, is that Superman coming back from blood and air? Like, okay, that's kind of wild. Superman got obliterated by the explosion, same as everyone else. I don't know if that tracks. But I will say, like, that final 30 minutes of that movie, night and day compared to the theatrical one, I felt like. Okay, okay. Superman showed up with the ass Yeah, I mean, I I was like, holy shit, so much better. Everything with Darkseid made me so so happy. It made me so happy. It, okay, because so it, cool. It created an actual villain, not not to compare. A lot of literally, people said it's like the MCU. If they stopped I was just after gonna the say, first Avengers movie, not to compare everything to to the MCU, but like, okay, so we've got we've got the Infinity Stones, we have the Mother Boxes, we've got you know the smaller villain in Loki, we've got the smaller villain in you know some of these guys with Steppenwolf but then Thanos shows up Darkseid yeah, shows so up badass. and it's like oh my god like we're seeing the literal biggest bad guy in this entire universe and it's Dude, just stabbing so Aquaman cool. with his own trident and the Omega Beam killing oh. the other Atlanta I was like oh this is so gnarly um it uh, yeah, I just have never been more confused in my entire life than I was. And <laughs> and I was like that with Batman versus Superman because you watch the theatrical one and everyone's like, I'm so confused. And then you watch the director's cut and it's not like they cut out action or anything. They exclusively yeah. cut out exposition. 
<laughs> like they only cut out stuff that explains what's happening in the stupid movie. And like and, and, and cutting bad times a thousand. And cutting Dark Side completely eliminates any coolness to Lex Luthor's character in Batman v Superman because that's yeah. literally what he's foreshadowing the entire fucking movie and then yeah. just nah Dark Side's just not going to be in it now like it okay, that doesn't no make sense. any sense yeah it was oh man I honestly just can't get over how much better it was like yeah uh, I kept saying to the girl that I was watching it with I was like I you know I bet they fail and Flash gives them one more chance and when it actually happened it was yeah, I could kind of see stuff coming just because I follow this stuff so closely. But I was like, man, if he says, uh, I said it to the girl, I was like, uh, make your own future, make your own path. That's incredible. Watch, he's going to do it. And he says it and uh, leads back in and saves the day. And I was like, I, if you can watch this sitting in a chair in the studio at Warner Brothers and go, mm, nah, <laughs> let's have Superman and him race. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Oh, what? Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. They're not yeah. good at this. Like, it's been proven it's real over weird. and over again. Have you it's... guys seen 1984? Yes. That yes. was yes. atrocious, I feel like. That's... Her in this movie versus her in that movie? She that's was what I mean. so epic in Justice League, dude. I got a little tired of the ah, fucking music. Yeah, I hated that. She was on I, scene. I, I but she was that. so much more of a badass, just like... I like that the in the theatrical one she was like all against the idea, the concept of getting Superman and stuff. And in this one she was like, "Let's get this bitch! Like we need him. Let's fight, dude!" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, she's so cool!" And the, her fight with Steppenwolf, her fight was the you know extended sequence at the art museum or whatever. She was cooler. Than oh, that. And so, I love so that this... they did like arrest those guys and she just nutted that guy with the uh, her shield or whatever. I was like, this is sick, dude. So this actually plays into a question I wanted to ask everybody. What was your favorite scene? Because we're, we're, we're going to try and be positive on this podcast, Tim. What was your favorite scene? I don't want to know what your least favorite scene was. I want to know what your favorite scene is. And Tim, since you've been trying, it lo- it's been looking like to get into the conversation for a little bit. I'll pose <laughs> I'll pose the question to you. See, this is one of the good things about YouTube is it's going to show my face actively like contorts when I have something to say. Like, just a mild tangent. But I do do mock trial for school and for one of the tournaments, like where my face is on it. Did, yeah, I sort of quit. Uh, But... (laughs) For one of the tournaments, it was like people were like, dude, you could like see it visible. Like, I'm doing it more now because I give less of a shit what I look like on this camera, but like my face actually contorts when like yeah. <laughs> when I have something to say. It's a horrible thing. It looks uh, very troubling, I, I I will say. Yes. Uh my favorite scene in this movie. You guys already mentioned the last 30 minutes. I'm not gonna talk about that yet. I honestly I, I didn't get that at all. Uh my <laughs> favorite scene is probably when they're all they're all in like wherever batman's like cave or lair is and they're sitting around the table before they go and agree to get superman and they have like all of these side chats with each other and it like for me it makes those it does to those characters what's very hard to do because with marvel you have real people who become superheroes for the most part with DC, you have like these godlike figures who try to yeah. act like humans. And so in that scene, they made them human 
in some way, instead of just being this, I can't even fathom anything about you. <laughs> I know why you like, I know why you like that scene. I know exactly why you like that scene because they ripped it completely from another movie franchise that you and I both hold very dear to our hearts. That's the Fast and Furious. Let's make a plan standing oh, around a table. Oh yeah, no, that is that's, that that's, is, it, it is it's exactly that. They all it make is. like Tyrese Gibson always says something, and then someone shits on him, and then he stands there with this very disappointed look on his face. Like that. That was the Fantastic Four. Dom has a plan scene, and it it wins every time. Every Fast and Furious movie is the exact same movie, just with one more actor, one more bald, strong guy in it, and it's great. They did that exactly with that moment, and it was perfect because Aquaman and The Flash. Sean, not, we, we won't have you on for the Fast and Furious 17 movie. Or, they make uh, one movie, movie about fast fine. cars, and then they're like, what if we made Vin Diesel Kal-El? Like, what if we make him uh, I, Absolutely. They all can't the die. Because, because yeah. here's what the, here's the thing, Sean. They accepted that their own movies are their own parodies of themselves. Yes. And yeah. every single person that goes to see them is like, yes. Oh, instead of them driving cars, they're not going to race spaceships. Why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? I, it's like they want me to believe that Don Toretto could beat up Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just not, yes. it's and, not real. But it's Why like not? some kid just like crushes a monster and he's like, I can fucking do it too. No, dude. no, 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 no. There is, there, there is only one thing, one thing, Sean, that <laughs> the Fast and Furious characters drink. And you can drink anything. Oh, not Coke? Well, I was doing as, Coke. Sorry. As, as long as it's a Corona. No, it's... You can't drink, you can't drink anything else. <laughs> I, I know what you're trying to do, but... But Fast and Furious is one of the most coked up movies that we have. Eh. <laughs> like you don't, bar, so. you don't you don't drink Coke. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, so you, the, oh, you mean like Coca Cola? I thought you were yeah, saying no, sorry. Go ahead, give me your favorite scene. We're talking no. about Fast and Furious. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Sean. Favorite What's scene. What's going on here? Uh, the sorry, I just drank some day. Coke. Of course. Oh, Flash was the best part of the movie. I feel like. Um, uh, and him, oh, actually, I don't know. Superman showing up was real good. <laughs> but, yeah, no, Flash running back in time and uh, saving the day. Oh, so good. See, oh, mine's, good. My, mine's a toss-up between the Wonder Woman bank scene and just how... She's just a fucking badass. She blocks yeah. every single bullet from a submachine gun being shot 10 feet away. It's just, it's amazing with her fucking wrists. Like, it's just, dude, it's that was like one of awesome. the best things that I was like, another one of like, why do you cut that? Why? Uh, there's there's no reason meets, to cut that. Oh, no, that in the bank scene. But then when she first meets Steppenwolf and he like smells and he's like, Amazon, but Amazon. stronger. And he, he knows yeah. that she's different and he calls her out on it. And I'm like, why do you cut that? Because then yeah. it, it, that really builds up the legend uh, of her. Right. right. And she, I think she takes like two hits the whole movie, pretty much. She just nuts people the whole time. She's amazing. She's amazing. So so it's a toss up between that and then the nightmare in the epilogue. Yeah. Where every oh shut up, Tim. This like you said, this movie wasn't for you. But (laughs) no, 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 no. This is not your time to speak. 
the nightmare at the end of the epilogue because it shows some of the best acting in the movie. It yeah, does. I agree. Because I so how do you know you couldn't see shit the whole time? They were blurring in and out and doing this annoying. Did I did I say that's, you like, that's because it's like so low? The production quality is so low on it. It's like just in Zack Snyder's backyard. Yeah. Um, and him shooting it himself and then putting it in the end of a $370 million movie. Yeah. Um, but no, Jared Leto was so good in that. I mean, hearing Batman say, and make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. Um, yes! And just telling him to be careful with what he says and the talking about him, obviously, you know, and the fact just, that we now realize yeah. they're talking about him killing Robin and it's just like, damn, dude. It's great. And then again, there is in the theatrical cut of Justice League, there is no mention, no mention of the Robin costume that we see hanging up in the Batcave. At least now, there's some connection. That and the uh, the devil comes uh, from the sky. Mm-hmm. Those two connections that obviously Zack Snyder was planning yeah, here's on coming the thing, back though, to. Right? He just, like, like, I am a, a mega nerd. And I notice things in these movies that your average person doesn't notice. And I watched Batman versus Superman with this girl. And uh, early in the movie, Lex Luthor is talking with the senator. And he's getting mad about her turning him down. And he says, all I know is, you know, nobody came from the sky to save me from daddy's fists and abominations. And you take that line and fast forward to the end of the movie a literal abomination that he has created throws a punch and Superman flies in and stops a literal fist of an abomination from coming down on Lex Luthor. Yeah. And it's like Zack Snyder did that intentionally. It is not my fault or his that people are too dumb to pick up on it. Like the, if you don't like the movie, it's because you've got to pay a, it's a bigger movie. Like, and Marvel does a very good job of making a different kind of movie, even though Endgame, the movies I like the most out of Marvel are the ones that I feel like deal with more of the, the real shit, right? Um, which are typically for me the Captain America movies. Like Winter Soldier deals with so many different uh, thematic elements and more stuff with people uh, and trauma right. and stuff like that. Um, and that makes it a really good movie. Same with Endgame. There's so much in that. Like Tony is just operating based on guilt and trauma, and uh, everyone else is pretty much based on the same thing. But it adds a different element to it. And so that's what I've always said about Batman versus Superman is there, it's so layered with other things going on um, that I feel like make it a very powerful uh, superhero movie. And Superman in general in that whole in this whole arc. I've never liked the idea of him just being the perfect guy. Um, this Man of Steel and stuff made him so much more human. And the idea that the our, it really would shatter the world if someone, well, if we found out Superman existed. Um, but then they double down on that and they're like, okay, yeah, let's have this older Batman that's lost one, maybe two Robins, has been fighting crime for 20, 25 years. And he sees basically a 9-11 level event happen between, a, you know, a grudge match. And really Superman's absolutely doing what he can to save, you know, to help. But to the broken mind of a fucking crazy person, which is Batman, uh, he sees something totally different. By the end of the movie, 
because of the here and everyone hated him, you know him doing it because of Martha. But they make a point in the beginning of the movie of showing that his dad's last word isn't anything to him to console a seven-year-old or whatever. He says his mother's last name or his mother's name, and that's it. So it's a huge trauma point. And by hearing it, he realizes that he has now gone full circle. He went from being the victim to the person that is about to victimize someone else and literally cold blood murder another person. And it people are like, oh, that's so dumb. He wouldn't do that. It's like, no, it's so human. He literally has like a psychotic break and snaps from all this years of trauma and stuff. And it's super dark. And that I find so much more relatable than like, I mean, Disney cut the last time that they showed Tony Stark having a drink, I think is in the first Avengers movie. And then they yeah, when he, when, even when though he is an absolute alcoholic. When he Happy makes the joke to Loki. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And and happy in Spider-Man Far From Home is like he was a mess. You know, he was this, he was that. He over they, they kind of try to say that he was an alcoholic, but he is a yeah, fundamentally fucked up person. And they don't really show that. Um, Definitely. I, I love that they did it in this Winter Soldier show. They just introduced this concept of the black Captain America and this moral gray area of Captain America. And I'm like that is stuff I like. That builds yeah. way more depth to these characters. And Zack Snyder did it in four hours. Yeah. Technically, all, he did all, it in seven. All, <laughs> but Yeah. All, all of this was done in two movies. All of this was done in seven hours. But yeah. another question, now that we've talked about favorite scene, if you could pick to be one person in this movie, who would it be? Flash. Flash. Okay. 100%. I want to be Alfred chilling in the mansion doing <laughs> all day, pretending to be useful. That's what I would want to be doing. I like Alfred. <laughs> I think he's great. I love Alfred. I, Alfred Flash is a, so cool. Alfred's a prick, but like he has a really good life. Uh, he's carved out a nice little niche for himself. <laughs> I, can only be, I can only hope to be so lucky. <laughs> See, I... I... Maybe this goes to some psychological issues that I have, but I I, I just I just want to be Batman. That just it looks oh, so man. cool. It looks so cool and so fun. Like he just up and up and leaves and rides a camel to some Arctic outcove to go find Superman. Like just thinking what about that sounds th- fun. Think, thinking <laughs> that about the horrible. mental. Think about thinking about the mental introspection. And the like, eat, pray, love moment that Batman probably had during that ver- during that journey. It just sounds great. He's a man of the earth, while also being one of the wealthiest <laughs> and most privileged people in the world. It's great. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> That's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. No it would be pretty cool to be cyborg, I guess, but he can't do anything like. Uh... He's not really a human, but He's I loved all his backstory and stuff. His manipulation of the stock right. markets and all that stuff that he can do. That was cool. But like Flash, really, they hint at it in this movie, right? And it's probably what his movie will be about. But he, his mom died in a freak accident. It turns out, I think, in every iteration that it's a reverse Flash from the future came back to kill his mom and frame his dad and start him on his own path it's real back to the future type chicken and the eggs time travel shit time heist. um yeah exactly but 
he basically has like a real bad day one day and he's like you know what i miss my mom so much that i think i'm going to fuck it fuck it i'm just gonna try and he runs so fast that he runs through time and ends up in an alternate dimension where his mom is alive but bruce wayne got shot instead of his parents and uh his dad is the joker and his mom or his dad is a batman that uses guns and his mom is the joker like in it she like holds bruce dying and then touches her mouth to cry and the blood is the stain of the joker on her face oh my god she just goes mad and batman is like killing people throwing them off roofs and shooting them with dual pistols uh the what? uh wonder woman and arthur have an affair and then they cheat on each other and atlantis and the amazons are at war Cyborg's trying to keep everyone alive. The government found Superman as a baby and he's been locked in a government facility his entire life. And he's like 90 pounds and has never seen the sun. Okay, uh, Sean, start writing. Damn know, it. That's apparently Sean, what they're doing. Written. You're, you're, it's already yeah. been written. They call, yeah, they're called comic it. books, you dumbass. No, no, no. <laughs> like I'm they saying start writing start writing the screenplay. Let's 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 go. Dude, it's so so crazy good. Um, I love that yeah. Sean. I, so for our YouTube audience, they're seeing Sean just pulling up a random comic book, and I <laughs> love it. I love it. While Tim is actively trying to make the YouTube feed just look awful by pulling out a pulling out iPad. my notes. I'm looking at my notes, making sure I got the stuff for the people. Dude, this in Flashpoint, he um he like gets a a note from thomas wayne and is able to like clutch it and run back to the present and present bruce wayne with a fucking note from his alternate reality alive father telling him that he's proud of him but he shouldn't be batman and all this shit it's like super touching dc comics do uh they just do it different man it's really they're so stupid good and also like the batman ones oh my god they're so dark and scary it's wild he's so fantastic um but i i I don't know man all i felt from watching this movie was excitement to see other things from that perspective and according to ann sarnoff of warner brothers i can blow it out my ass and it's never gonna happen (laughs) So, Uh, so okay so i've got two more questions for you who's the biggest loser in the movie Batman. Oh, he brings the team together, but he himself is like, hey, whatever happens, you guys got to stay together. I, it's, I brought you together for a reason. He's just a man, um, but he fulfills his purpose in bringing the, the super team together. Um, yeah. And let's just thank God that there wasn't any. Uh, I knew you didn't bring me back because you liked me. I, I, I didn't not. I don't not like you. Okay, Batman. What? <laughs> what is happening, dude? That mm, such a dumb movie. But whatever. Here we are. Tim? We got the we got the good one. Tim, biggest loser. I mean, I want to say Under Armour for sponsoring that horrible football scene. Oh my god! <laughs> but oh my god! But I mean, because I, I think, think this is easy. There, there's not even. Not even, not even a question as to who the biggest loser is in this movie. Oh, Steppenwolf because he literally dies. No, take? no, no. I, I don't, I don't have the biggest loser. I, I'm, Joss, I'm J- Joss Whedon. Oh yeah. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. You gave us a dog shit movie when you clearly had a very good movie, 
already filmed. I read something today that said that people spe- are now speculating that the uh, slow-mo team-up shots towards the end of the movie was added after the fact as a fuck you to Joss Whedon uh, oh, so. for Age of Ultron because that's they did the same <laughs> shot in Age of Ultron. Um, which I hope so. Like, that's yeah, fantastic. I was like, that's pretty wild. That's cool. Yeah. It was very specific, man. And he made such lame jokes in his movie um, and changed so many things. I, I don't get it. It was... And mustache Superman is just the worst, you know? Yep. So then, did you like the movie? Since I know Sean and I both like the movie. Tim, did you like the movie? No. No. Oh. I did not like this movie. I... I, Come on. I've been trying to hint at it the whole time. I did not like this movie. I thought the last 30 minutes were nonsensical and didn't need to be there. It was a horrible way to end a movie. It wasn't a cliffhanger. It was more of just a, it should have been in the middle of the movie, if anywhere. Uh, the slow motion absolutely made me want to claw my fucking eyes out. <laughs> and it's, a, it's a Zack Snyder movie. Look, I, I made this point in the podcast before. You know what you're getting with a Zack Snyder movie. You're going to get a lot of camera tricks. He's going to do a lot of flair. He's going to do a lot of things you haven't seen before with the camera that are kind of annoying, honestly, when it's over the course of four fucking hours. <laughs> like, it felt like watching 300 or he did this other movie, Guardians. I hate it. 300 is not a good movie. What are you doing that for? <laughs> what are you shaking your head at me for? 300 is a terrible movie. 300. That is great. 300 is a horrible movie. It, you honestly, don't like war movies. Okay, it, but 300 combined the two of your least favorite things in movies. War and Zack Snyder. And you look, hate both of those things. Look, his movies actually give me a headache. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, not Kick-Ass. Uh, he did Watchmen. Watchmen, he did the movie. I can't watch that movie. It, like, gives me a headache. It's hard. It's, like, hard to sit through. The, like, the choices that he makes with, like, the color. To me, they literally, they they play out just like uh, the pages of a comic. Yeah. I've heard It's that. like I've box heard by that. box and shot by shot and so specific and planned out that yeah. I think it, yeah, see, it, it fits the medium. See, you've, heard told that. Me that, you, you've told me that multiple times, Sean, in the multiple conversations that we've had going back. How, how long have we known each other now? Four or five years now? Yeah. Like, I remember our first conversation, you just went off about how amazing Christopher Nolan was. And yeah. I knew that at that point we were going to become friends because, okay. but it, but it, but it perfectly makes the point that I was going to make with you, Tim, is that I told you because there was some time between me watching this movie and you watching this movie. I told you that this movie, Zack Snyder's Justice League was basically Zack Snyder's version of Tenet. It was exactly what he wanted to make. If you like his movies, this is the most Zack Snydery movie that you can possibly get. Just like if you like Christopher Nolan movies, you're gonna fucking love this one. If you don't, I I might even tell you just straight up not go and watch it because you're gonna fucking hate it. Well, look, they're, yeah. those two are friends. Uh, they yeah. Zack Snyder basically stole uh, Nolan's script for Man of Steel. Yeah, so, and that's why it's the best one that's been that's come out so far. I mean, look, I, I just want to reiterate, though, while I did not like this movie, and I will probably never watch it again, <laughs> I am glad that it exists because it hit an audience that 
I don't think many of the superhero movies so have been able to reach. Like, it, I've watched it, just, it like six times. I, that's incredible. <laughs> that is actually like insane. Not, not all the. I only watched the first two hours once, but I've watched the last two hours for five times probably since. And look, like I'm. This movie is. And like this is what. And this is why we people. have. And this is why we have you on the pod because now you're yeah. you're our resident Zack Snyder's Justice League expert. Yeah. But it's it's like this movie is loved by people in a way yeah. that few movies are. Like people are thankful for this movie. <laughs> They're yeah. like, well, people just got validation to... on a massive scale. Yeah, that A, like... it existed, and B, it was good. Like that was they and they C, were... that Zack Snyder's good. Yeah, they they really got away with a lot of, sh- and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if you do the air cut, where does it stop with the mob controlling? Uh, certain things. Well, and because I don't know if they do that. If they do the air cut, it just be- it just becomes one big shitstorm of like you guys clearly have no idea what the fuck you guys are doing ever. Yeah, and ever. like see, but I, I I like it because here's the thing: there are even more ramifications for you making a bad movie. If you make yeah. a bad movie and it comes out that you did not allow the director to make certain choices, a successful yeah, now you gotta director, make both. Now you've got to come to come to that person with your with your tail between your legs and say, "Hey, man, like we were wrong. You were right. Is there any chance you can make this so that they stop bullying us online? That'd be you know great." You know what's going to be awesome is like the first movie that's actually horrifically awful that people do this to, and the director's like, "No, that's what I wanted. That was like exactly what we wanted to do." No, but then it just, just sucked that, ass. Hey, you you can't want them all. You want to talk about the invisible hand of the free market operating? This is perfect. This is capitalism, baby. It's not the invisible <laughs> hand. It's it's a blue bird. It's a blue bird. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's the okay. blue bird of Twitter. I like it. Control. I like things. it. I, look, like I've had some, I've had a few days to think about it, which I think was good because initially I was just like, "Fuck that movie!" <laughs> like I can't believe I watched that. But then, like as I read the reviews on it, I was like, "Okay, this this just hit a different audience, and that's cool." Yeah. Like I'm, I'm super happy for it. So funny. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um, Tim, do you have anything else? No, dude. It's just felt like. <laughs> No, I spent now a solid six hours on this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that, and that, Tim's and like, that, I cannot believe it. Wait, 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 wait. Years I've been talking about this. Wait, wait, wait. We have to do the dream sequence at the end, and what does that all mean? Type of thing. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. Not what it Sean, means. please, just, please explain uh, to sequels. me the nightmare. Nightmare is the sequel. That is, Flash was wearing the same outfit in the nightmare sequence from the end of that that he was using or wearing in Batman versus Superman. And he had the same facial hair and stuff because that's what it is. Uh, it's a glimpse into what I believe would be Justice League 2 where Darkseid comes, gets the anti-life equation, um, and with the anti-life equation, he has the Omega Beams and he torches fucking uh, Lois Lane and then uses the anti-life equation on Superman and Superman becomes his unbeatable right hand and they take over fucking earth and just basically turn it into um like a factory for dark side to manufacture military stuff um and so yeah batman has a little renegade squad trying to get 
trying to survive. And probably what that is, is in that scene that we saw, it's Flash trying to do something that he hasn't done, which is they lose there. Superman finds them and is about to execute uh, that little faction. And that's when Flash is like, Bruce Wayne probably would say, you know, you got to do it now, Barry. You got you to gotta go to the past and tell me. And so fucking Flash runs to the past, breaks through. He's married and he says like, oh, I'm too soon. And he's, he says, you were right about him. He's coming. You have to find us. Lois is the key. And because he's too soon, all Batman hears is that Superman's going to kill everybody. But he's talking about Darkseid, obviously, and he's talking about uh, getting the Justice League together. And so really that was, it was two things. It was A, Zack Snyder giving us a glimpse at what he was planning, and then B, the, the, Zach, the Joker-Batman thing was the only thing that Zack Snyder like, added with extra shooting because like he has said repeatedly, he's like, between the air cut and what happened with me and stuff, it just seems disrespectful to the fan base to have created these two characters and not have them had shared any screen time. And they actually shot that not together. Uh, Jared Leto came over one day and shot his stuff and Ben Affleck came over another day and shot his. They were never in the room with each other, yeah. Um, And that's actually part of the reason that there's so much of the weird camera shit like Tim was saying, because they weren't, you you couldn't do a wide shot. They weren't ever in the same room together. You could only do from behind Batman's head, behind Joker's head, or close-ups of them because they weren't there. Uh, but yeah, that was really just him trying to tease us with like, hey, since they're not going to let me do anymore, I'm going to show you what I would have to show you, yeah, what yeah. I was going to do. Um, Sean's convinced me. Sean, Sean has changed my. Hey, this is why I love having Sean on. Well, <laughs> I mean, no, Sean just explained a couple things in the movie that I think make a lot of sense i mean yeah i mean that that sequence makes a lot more sense to me knowing some of the background i still don't get it but yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna change you see you see where it's coming from all right so i liked it sean liked it tim's it sounds like he might like it a little bit more eh? tim tim appreciates it okay Do you like, like it more than episode nine <laughs> yes yes oh, I do. That's, that's a win I do. no i okay. actually i like it a lot more hey, hey. <laughs> then, like then, a lot more <laughs> then if nothing else this was a win for me because i'm going to take that as you liking this movie and you said that under no circumstances you're even going to watch it so everybody fans of the tim and tony pod we won tim likes it <laughs> tim you now have the privilege and the honor to control two to four hours of my life. What movie am I watching and what movie are we reviewing next? So I put a lot of thought into this. That's not good for me. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a couple options. I'm going to give you two options that have nothing to do. With oh, each other. okay. You're going to give me options. Each other. Uh, Let me guess. The Beach and nope. Shakespeare in nope. Love. You haven't seen either of them? I'm almost <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats <laughs> or Disney Channel's The Cheetah Girls Drake and, jo- <laughs> Drake and Josh Really Big Shrimp. 
<laughs> we should definitely do like a Disney Channel movie. Okay, here are your options. Nomadland, directed by, I forgot the director's name, but she's directing also Marvel's The Eternals. Or, going back in time, the first George Lucas movie ever made, Harrison Ford's debut movie, American Ooh. Graffiti. Oh, so I have seen Nomadland. Oh, Sean, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you control my my next couple of days. Which which movie um, should we do? American Graffiti or Nomadland? I would say American Graffiti. Okay, all right. So everybody, <laughs> that's, yeah, like, that's gonna be either you're gonna like love it or you're gonna be like. Okay, so our next movie that we are doing is American Graffiti, which is just further pushing the stereotype that Tim's only going to pick movies that was that came out before we were born. So <laughs> this is great because uh, I gave you Nomadland that came out like six months ago. <laughs> no, I know it did. I know it did. But the other one is pick, Citizen Kane. Yes. <laughs> Then, Cas- then Casablanca, Singing in the Rain, yeah. some Charlie Chaplin. We'll get them. Yeah. So Tim's pick so far: 1987 version of Wall Street. Now we're doing American Graffiti. All right, I'm excited. Looking forward. Well, uh, the next episode we're actually going to have some new intro music from our favorite Vegas band, uh, Elvis Monroe. I have received the single off of their up and coming album uh, competing with giants. It's going to be very exciting. So that's going to be our new intro outro. So for the last time, at least for now, I will say it in a second. Everyone knows I'm going to kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let the tension build Tim, where can they find you on social? Uh, I have an Instagram allegedly. Uh, allegedly yes yeah it's at tledouke32 that's at t-l-e-d-u-c-32 uh tony where can they find you they can find me at tfelix3412 sean are you gonna be doing any shows you got any projects Uh, coming out not not yet i am still uh blazing reviewed at blazing reviewed um i'm considering changing it to blazing reviewed and doing strictly movie reviews um yeah i like it so so you're so you're gonna take my suggestion yeah uh well because uh, you know i moved back to arizona uh and unless i want to strictly do blazing reviewed for i think the vietnamese community of arizona and do both the donuts i probably (laughs) uh i'll lose a lot of my core audience i think right Uh, there's people don't realize how many donut shops there are in california and like how big of a deal it is out there and so yeah yeah, i considered it but there's like five privately owned donut shops in all of arizona um and the rest are both that's it so you know it's funny though because all i almost could do it just for other both donuts to be like because i don't know you guys don't know this the behind the scenes of blazing reviews um that type of donut shop wow ultra competitive hate the other people uh really oh dude so funny so funny they would just like if i gave them a good rating they would i would come back in and they would praise me and be like because we get up early and we make our stuff fresh those idiots a bunch of losers we fucking hate them and i'm like yeah (laughs) fuck them guys over there dude i hate them too you're done it was like two points better 
Um, <laughs> but can't really do that anymore. And there is like just so much like we talked about because of the pandemic and stuff, especially something that I considered was the Warner Brothers entire slate coming out HBO Max. I got no excuse. All these movies are just playing on my living room. You know what I mean? Just like, let's do it. I watched right. WandaVision, Mandalorian, all this stuff. And I'm like, ah, I got to get out there and start talking about it. So we'll see. Well, we will we'll have to start uh, doing some home and homes then if you're going to start uh, if you're going to start doing reviews as well. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And uh, did you say that you're doing any uh, comedy shows? Uh, not yet. We'll see. I'm kind of been working on some other stuff at the time, uh, doing gotcha. some other writing. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Watch American Graffiti. Go dust off the old VHS that your mom has, <laughs> or you can go check it out. Go. I'm sure you can pirate it somewhere, or you can rent it. And for legal purposes, I would say let's go. Let's rent it. George Lucas doesn't have enough of our money yet, so let's let's go ahead yeah. and rent it. Um, He's and... doing very poorly, I've heard. Wait, actually? No, very surprised. No, he, oh, okay. I was gonna say that dude. Got a that, billion that dude dollars. Yeah. He's a billionaire. <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Apparently, I'm gullible when it gets to ten o'clock. So thank you, thank you, everybody. Uh, this has been the Tim and Tony podcast, and for the last time, at least for now, JDF, play us out, please. Rather have no part than anything. Rather have no part.